Shabbat Shalom, everyone. I hope you're joining me now live. I am live from my house with Sandy and David Levine. Here we are. And it would be great to see comments from you so that I am able to see who's joining us from part one. I see that the Wagners are there. Hi, everybody, and the painters, and Donna Sherman, and the lobbers. Okay, so we're connecting with each other, and that's really what our goal is. The, the most important thing to us tonight is to continue to connect with each other and to establish a solid connection between your rabbis, Rabbi Yuri and me, your Rebbitzin, Rebbitzin Sandy, Rebbitzin Ina, so that you can stay connected with us. And we really want to be connected during these rapidly changing times and as well this uh, disruption, which we think is just going to get more and more challenging. So it's important to us to know that um, we're able to connect with you. And this is an attempt. We had a surprise, uh, uh, surprise today, I guess like every other day in, in recent times. We plan to be in the same place, but decided in the middle of the day that the Corsians would be at their house, I would be at my house with my wife, Sandy. And um, so that meant we had to create a number of segments. So with Brian Rose's help, we're doing segment two now, part two. And then after this, we'll do part three. And uh, we just hope that it works for all of us to go between uh, part one, part two, part three. And we want to give everyone time to uh, connect with each other. I, I want to give a special welcome as well to Jack, Jack Russell, who's in the boat uh, behind me. Of all the pictures in our house, that's the one that I selected because I thought, what a cheerful dog, what a happy dog, even though he literally is up a creek without a paddle. And I thought, what better describes our situation? Uh, but you know what? We can have the same kind of peace that he seems to be having because we have the Lord, we have each other, we're not alone. And we really are not without a paddle. We are able to find stability and security with the Lord, even in these incredibly unstable times. And so it's, it's our heart to to connect with you and to stay connected, to experience the peace of Shalom. When we say Shabbat Shalom to each other, it can become sort of a, a, a greeting that becomes empty because we've said it so many times, but I can tell you tonight what you need, what I need, what we all need together is the Shalom of God that touches our hearts and touches our minds. And this Shabbat has been set aside, I think, for that purpose, that we could gather together and we could encourage each other, we could come close to each other. Even though we're physically separated, it's as if we're together because we love each other, we know each other, and we can stand together. There will be people perhaps from many different places, even all over the world, who connect with us through this uh, Facebook Live process. And we're so glad that you could join with us as well. We're going to be including some of this material in our podcast, which you can find at um, your favorite podcast source like um, 
the podcast that Apple has used to be um, iTunes, but now it's in a standalone uh, service, standalone app. And look for Messianic Jewish Teachings Now, and that's the name of the podcast. You can also go to our website to BethIsraelNow.com, and you can find us and more information about us. We're going to try to take the opportunity that's in front of us during this time of disruption. We're going to try to take the opportunity to strengthen the ways that we can connect with each other. Even though we can't be present together in our wonderful synagogue building, we can be present together through uh, the technology that we do have available, whether it's on Facebook Live or whether we're texting or calling or we are emailing each other in all the ways that we have that are possible for us. I want to encourage you to keep using those and even strengthen what you're accustomed to. Some people have the personality that's, that's more shy or more introverted at some times. And I would encourage you, don't be limited by your personality. We each can be, uh, we each can encourage other people and we need the encouragement as well. So reach out to others and encourage them. If someone comes to your mind, you can give them a call. You can write them and just say, the Holy Spirit brought you to mind or the Lord put you on my heart and I just wanted to check in with you and see how you're doing. Take time to do that and things, I think, will go quite well. This morning when Sandy and I gathered together um, to start the day, there was something that, that we started talking about. It was a perspective or a point of view. That, that really helps us. And I want to communicate that to you. It, it can be captured in three simple words, one step ahead. We want to be one step ahead. We want to be aware. We want to be alert to this rapidly changing situation that each of us finds ourselves in. And we want to prepare one step ahead so that when the circumstances do change, we're ready to move and we're not spending so much effort and so much time um, in shock. Because, you know, as things are going so fast and they are moving in such ways that uh, some of us have never experienced, there can be a shock to the system. But I, I don't want to be in shock. I want to be ready. Be ready. Be prepared. Because I believe that if we can keep one step ahead, if we can be alert enough, if we can keep our eyes on those who are going through things before us, one step before us, then we will be able to prepare, I think, in, effect, in an effective way. So I want to encourage you to do that. I, I don't have the ability, Sandy and I were talking about this, neither of us has the ability to understand 10 steps ahead in this circumstance. We can, though, pay attention to what's next. We can pay attention, we can keep our eyes on those who are going through things uh, ahead of us. I saw this morning that the state of Pennsylvania was beginning to follow suit with California and that we could anticipate here in Florida that some of the things that Pennsylvania is doing right now and also some of the things New York State 
is doing right now will be implemented here in Florida for us. Depending on which state you're in when you're watching this or where you're living, you may have to figure out what's a step ahead of you so you can keep your eyes on that. I had been looking at Italy and I can tell you it's a heartbreaking situation there. If we can if we can learn from that, because they were several steps before us, if we can learn from the difficult circumstances that they have right now, where their healthcare system is overwhelmed, they have so many people who are in critical condition, so many people who are in need of care and not enough resources. Every system has the potential of being overwhelmed. None of our healthcare systems has been set up with the, to handle the volume of uh, medical care that is in front of us. So that's why a lot of us are keeping our eyes on those who are going before us in the horrible and difficult experiences that they're facing. We're keeping our eyes on them so that we can stay one step ahead. And we're seeing if, if we can begin to be careful ourselves if we can learn what does it mean to shelter in place if we can understand what does it mean to uh, be ready to uh, have limited travel and such things as that if we can pay attention to these things then we can actually slow down the process of the infection spread and we can uh, flatten the curve a bit. We can smooth out the curve. We can see that there's not, we can do everything that's in our power uh, to respond with love and care and devotion um, to one another, to the healthcare workers, to others around us. And, and we can make sure that we take actions ourselves and we take actions together that can make a real difference uh, for the good of all. So it's on my heart to pass that word on to you one step ahead. And I think if you, if you write that down, if you take note of it, if you keep track of it, if you tell each other, I want to be one step ahead. It's not crazy to be one step ahead. It may appear to other people that you are a fanatic or you're panicking. But I can tell you this, I'm, I haven't been in panic uh, at all during this time, but I have been alert. I've been paying attention. I've been watchful. I've been prayerful. I've been um, careful to consider the circumstances and to be sober uh, thinking and, and clear-headed in all of this. And not only that, but I'm, I'm happy to say that Sandy and I are, are joined together by other men and women, leaders in uh, Beth Israel, who think the same way and have the same attitude. We are, we are trying um, to do the, the, the good job, the responsible job of being good shepherds to the flock. And we want to pass on to you the peace that we have. We want to share with you the kinds of things that we're doing. We're not experts, so we really don't have expert advice uh, or understanding. We don't have some uh, hotline into the government workings, but we we have had experience in times past of dealing with crises and finding ways to help others go through those crises with the peace of God and with the help of God. And so from that experience, we can draw on things that are deep and things that are important to us, and we can share those with you. 
today I was thinking about the Torah portion and how timely it is in a certain part that, that really got my attention. And for those of you who are joining us for the first time, you maybe never went to Beth Israel. Maybe you haven't ever been at Beth Israel Messianic Synagogue in Jacksonville. And so you may be unfamiliar with our services. We're not trying to reproduce our services. One day we'll be back in the sanctuary. And when we do, we'll start up again with fresh perspective and new experience and a sense uh, that can be captured in the word Kadima, forward or charge. It's a great Hebrew word that uh, helps us keep our forward momentum. But every time that we're studying on the Shabbat, we, we like to say together. And so we pray. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who sanctifies us with his commands and commands us to engross ourselves in the words of Torah. If you have a Bible, then you can join me by turning to Exodus chapter 35 and looking at, at verse 1. And I'm going to have to uh, reach into my bag of technological tricks, if I can, and find on my computer, on my iPad, this particular passage. And so that requires glasses as well. So here's the, here's the starting point, Exodus 35, verse 1. Moses assembled the whole community of the people of Israel and said to them. Just that first part really captured my attention. Moses assembled the whole community of the people of Israel. We can learn something from that. There's a call to assemble together. That's what we're doing. We're not, we're not limited by structures or by forms. We can assemble together now, just like you're assembled in your home together. We can assemble together. We can synagogue together, to use uh, a word derived from the Greek. We can do that as a community, as the community of faith at uh, Beth Israel, the Mishpacha, the family of Beth Israel, we can assemble together because we intend to do that and we take the steps that are necessary. We prepare and then we implement those steps. And that's what we're doing right now. We are assembling together. And now I want to go down to one more verse. It's verse uh, 21 and it speaks about the whole community of the people of Israel. And it says, they came, everyone whose heart stirred him and everyone whose spirit made him willing. I just wanna focus on that idea that, that these are the people who responded. These are the people who, who moved forward. In fact, these were the people that God used to build the house of the Lord. He used people who responded because their hearts stirred them. They responded because their spirits made them willing. And I think that um, we can be glad tonight. All of you who are joining us right now and you're online, those of you continue to come to share with one another about um, you being with us. We can be glad that we ourselves 
we ourselves can can learn from this passage and know how to live in these uncircum on these unstable times what do we do we pay attention to our hearts we pay attention to our spirits and those of us who are being stirred to stay connected i can tell you this god will use you to build the house of the lord in this moment every time that the lord moved the children of israel throughout the wilderness journey whether it was uh, as a pillar of fire or the the pillar of cloud each time that he moved the children of israel they had to adjust and adapt to a new circumstance in a sense they had to pack up they had to move forward and then they had to establish and settle down wherever the lord put them and i want to encourage you to take heart from that we are in the season of preparation for passover and we are not only in the season of preparation for the holiday Passover, but we're going through something that very much feels as uncertain. And yet, we know this, God is with us. And I would encourage you to tell yourself that. God is with us. God is with us. He is with us through Messiah Yeshua. He has promised to never, to never leave us or forsake us. He loves us. And, and Yeshua said it was on Hanukkah in Jerusalem that he said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. And I would encourage you, you have the capacity, if you love Yeshua, you have the capacity to hear the voice of the Lord and then to follow him and to respond to him. As you're tenderhearted, as, as you're, as you're responsive to him you will discover that even in unstable times even in wildly difficult times and unprecedented times the lord will guide you step by step i would encourage everyone don't rush in these moments do things with peace don't try to make decisions that aren't decisions of peace be considerate of each other as the apostles taught be kind to each other, love one another, and be open to the opportunities that God gives you to show kindness as Yeshua taught us in the parable of the Good Samaritan. This one, the Good Samaritan, saw the one in need and considered him a neighbor, and he showed kindness and love to, to that one. So who is your neighbor? Who is the one that you can love as yourself? It's everyone who you take notice of who you're willing to treat as a neighbor. So let's, let's use this time in a very special way. Let's use this time to stay connected, to find new ways of being connected, and also to help the people, for instance, who are alone, who, who live by themselves. Maybe they don't have family here in town, or, or maybe it's their normal circumstance that they're living in a home, an apartment, or however by themselves. Let's reach out to them and not leave them alone let's let's call them let's um, share with them our thoughts and even the fact that we care and are concerned about them one of the questions um, that many of the rabbis in who we're in touch with are asking themselves is how will they make it through this difficult time and they're wondering will they be able to make it through the financial uncertainty I'm encouraging people to stay connected to, uh, for rabbis to be really clear and to make it easy for folks to um, 
make contributions, to make donations, uh, even if they're not coming to the sanctuary. I promised Rabbi Kevin Solomon at Beth Hillel in Atlanta that we would pray for him and for his congregation because they are a wonderful congregation, very well developed, very well organized, but this is their first experience using online giving. And so they're just wondering, can their congregation adapt? So if you join me, Lord, we pray and we ask for blessings on uh, Rabbi Kevin Solomon in Atlanta and Beth Hillel there in Atlanta. And we pray that you would help that congregation be knit together and that the generous and committed members of the congregation would discover how to use online giving in order to continue to support the congregation. In Yeshua's name we pray, amen. You'll notice on the Facebook page uh, for this Facebook Live video that we do have a link to our, our giving page and our website, BethIsraelNow.com slash giving. And you can, go, you can click on that and it'll take you right to the page. We use GivingFire and PayPal for online giving. Um, you can use those. They're very easy to set up uh, and they're very, very secure. We haven't had any problems at all with people uh, having a breach of security through those portals. And you can also find our mailing address. It's on Facebook as well. And it is on our uh, website page too. So you can find that if you want to uh, make contributions through the mail. I want to say that I am grateful to the faithful members of this congregation who support the, the work of the Lord together, this community, this mishpocha. So great for all for all of you who are early adapters who have been contributing through giving fire or paypal over these years because you have helped provide immense stability and special thanks to those of you that use your bill paying service through your bank or who use the mails or who use checks i think one challenge will be for those of you who are accustomed to giving cash at the sanctuary and honestly i think uh, you'll have to find another way because we're not able to uh, receive cash at, at this time. But you can, you can use the mail and you can uh, be creative and find some new ways for yourself. I am grateful to the men and women who are members and faithful supporters of Beth Israel. I'm grateful for the stability. I'm grateful for the commitment that you show and also for the attitude that you have. You're, you're cheerful in your giving and you're generous as well. And it makes such a difference to us. And on behalf of uh, the rabbis and rabbits and, and leaders of this congregation, I wanna say thank you so much. And I wanna encourage you to continue in your generosity. This is a time that we're not meeting in the sanctuary that we are in fact, uh, incurring all the same expenses. And even though we can't use our building in normal ways, we have all the normal expenses. And so we are so grateful for those of you who understand this and those of you who um, are continuing to be faithful. We're gonna close out this segment and coming up next, will be Live from Home Part 3 with Rabbi Yuri and Rebetz and Ina. And so we can say Shabbat Shalom to each other, Shabbat Shalom. And I'll say 
Good night, and I hope to see you tomorrow morning at 10.30 when we start up again with another Facebook Live segment. But we will end this Facebook Live video, and then Rabbi Yuri and Rabbi Zanina will start the part three. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. And from Sandy and from me, we can say we love you so much, and we look forward to staying connected with you during all this time. Shabbat Shalom.